This is a Real Ghost Stories Online Extra. Hello guys, it's Valeria and this is the second story that I'll share with the program. Um, it's not my own this time, but my cousin's. She's a grown-up now, but when this happened she was, I think, 11 or 12, she said. And back then, of course, she lived with her parents and her siblings. She was the oldest. And what happened is that it was bedtime. So, of course, the kids had to go to bed. So she went to her room, my little cousin. And, you know, what she would do is, like, leave in the door a little open, like leaving a gap so she could get some light and noise from the outside and like that she could fall asleep listening still to her parents being in the living room talking, you know, that would give her ease and she would fall asleep quietly like that. So she did that and, you know, at some point her parents also went to the room um, but she was like already drifting then the house was then dark but still her room was darker so she could get some light from you know the the living room and outside of her room at some point when she was drifting uh, as i said already everybody was already in their bedrooms so at some point anyway she saw a little shadow standing or like uh, you know like in the in the entrance in that in that gap she could see it through the gap of the of the in the door in the doorway um like she said that he just stood there for some seconds but then the shadow started to like approach and enter in the room when it did that she noticed arms and legs. Like she couldn't see any like particular clear feature, but she did see arms and legs, and she did see the thing uh, walking towards her bed. Uh, at this point, of course, she knew this wasn't normal. It wasn't her eyes adjusting to the darkness or anything like that. So she was freaking out basically then but she couldn't move she couldn't speak she couldn't do anything she was just petrified there in her bed um this thing at some point uh just jumps and gets into bed with her and then it proceeds to walk towards her chest and it sits there on her chest or stood it i don't know and then, after like what she felt like an eternity, uh, just this thing standing like just some inches away from her face, this thing that had like human features, it started tangling her hair. Uh, back then, my cousin had like very nice long, long hair, straight hair. And this thing started to tangle all her beautiful hair 
to the bed head. You know how it is. It's usually like a wooden part. And um, her bed had like these metal design decoration, you know, like with flowers and things. Um, so it was basically perfect, perfect place to tangle hair. <laughs> and so the thing, the whatever creature it was, started tangling her hair. She doesn't know how long it took. She felt like she was about to faint during all that time. But after some time, I don't know, the thing was done with her job. Or with its job. Sorry. And, you know, she couldn't see much. She sometimes could see, like, arms moving and just, like, working on the tangling. But she couldn't see it, like, very clearly. But she knew it was there because she felt its weight on her chest. Like, she felt where the thing was standing on her chest. Um, and at some point, it just disappeared. The thing wasn't there, and it wasn't definitely in the room, because she recovered her capacity to move and to speak. Of course, she was freaking out, and her first impulse was to just get out of bed and just go running towards her parents. But she couldn't do it, of course, because the job was so intricate and she was definitely not um, freeing herself that easily. So, you know, she just started screaming and asking for her mom and her dad. So they came running into the room and just to find her daughter, their daughter, tangled to to the bed head, not being able to, you know, stand up or do anything. It was just all her hair, just tangled in a very intricate, complex and vicious way to the bed head. Uh, they tried to, you know, like undo the tangling, but they, but they couldn't do it. It was definitely like very little hands, very carefully tangling little pieces of her hair uh, to, to, the, to the thing. But they couldn't untangle it, so they had to cut it all. So basically, my cousin that night went to bed with a long fair hair, but she woke up with very short hair. Uh, the rest of the hair was just, you know, still there, tangled, hanging from the bed head as a horrible proof of what had happened. Um, of course, after that, my cousin was very, very traumatized. And she was just scared of bedtime. She was scared with, like, being tired and sleepy because then she felt or she feared that this thing would come and visit her again. Um, so she had to sleep with her parents, you know, with lights and door closed and locked, that kind of thing, for a long time after that. Um, nothing else happened to her, or at least not as bad, as far as I know. Um, some other things happened to other family members. Uh, but definitely not as bad. Um, some things happened in the past to my aunt, to her mother, basically. and But it was also when she was, like, younger. And it's also related to these small figures that I've described. Um, we all believe it's gnomes. You know, it sounds like, yeah, little people, gnomes. 
Uh, so apparently there's something there, you know, some, I don't know, some attraction they feel towards a woman in the family. So, yeah, that was that. Maybe I'll contact you guys to tell you another story. And yeah, I hope you liked it. Have a good one. Bye. If you want more real ghost stories and access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, become an extra podcast person, an EPP. Sign up now at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories.